0: to the Big Ten. Tom Izzo, not going anywhere. We could all agree on that, I assume. Join has... Oh, oh, okay, so you guys do agree. Okay. Yeah. say I know they're having Danio, but I can't imagine. Purdue, I don't have Matt panel going anywhere. No, okay.
1: No, who's that?
0: Illinois, the rest of the conference is pretty fun for me. I had a blast doing this. I think I have a coaching change almost in almost every other team aside from those two, almost. Illinois, Bingong, Bob Huggins.
2: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I do know that Chris, Chris Collins is a dark horse there in Illinois, but I just thought Bob Huggins would have been so fun at Illinois. I just I said I thought about it, said yeah, I'm putting it, just for the sake of contents.
2: You know what? If he does get his shit together, um, why not? I I do like Brad Underwood, though. I think he's done a really good job with that program. But I could see a world where they get sick of the early tournament exits, because that's kind of been a feature of his. And (laughs) opt for something out of the box.
0: John, thoughts?
1: Somebody's gonna hire Bob Huggins he wants to coach. He's not done coaching. He thinks he's still the coach <laughs> at West Virginia. Like he's he wants to coach. Like he's he's going somewhere, He's going somewhere for sure. And somebody's gonna say. Somebody, I mean, somebody's just gonna say, "Fuck it, and hire him." I think you know, just because the fact is, is like, if he can keep it together, he's gonna make you your team prominent. Like he's gonna he's gonna make a difference on your squad. So. Illinois might be a good place for him, too. I hadn't really thought about that, but I mean, it kind of works. And I think he'd be able to recruit there.
0: Julian, who do you have for Illinois?
2: I have Underwood staying, but I I kind of like this like wild, outside-the-box bring-in-Bob Huggins idea. I think it's a fun
0: one. I just think Illinois, obviously, like they're ranked right now, and like, obviously, they have the Kofi Coburn and I would just soon move iterations of the team, and Last year, obviously they kept Coleman Hawkins and T.J. Shannon, but like they, as good as they've been, they haven't been like relevant. No, like I feel like Bob Hawkins will make them get back there. Essentially,
2: it's at least a headline.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Indiana. John and I kind of talked about this one. There's three really good mid-major coaches that are all Indiana alumni. You have Joe Pasternak. From UC Santa Barbara is an Indiana alumni. You have Dusty May is an Indiana alumni. We obviously already talked about Dusty May from FAU. I went with Steve Alford, though, from Nevada. Obviously, he has the experience coaching a high major team from his days with UCLA. So that was kind of the decision, I guess, breaking point for me of why I went with Alford over Dusty May or Pasternak. Again, all three alumni. Wouldn't shock me if any of the three were hired in Indiana. Julian, who do you have for Indiana? Do you have the sticking around?
2: Yeah, I do. You know, it's crazy. I didn't have a ton of movement in the, the big 10. Um, and I just, I like what Mike Woodson's doing. I really liked how they brought in Kalal Ware this year and like turned him into like what he should have been in Oregon. Um, I love that Malik Renault is basically Trace Jackson Davis 2.0. Like, I love what Mike Woodson's done to turn that program around. Like, they haven't been this good since Tom Crean was there. And that was, you know, back when Trenton Watford was hitting buzzer beaters over Kentucky players and jumping on the scorer's table.
0: Okay, John. So, you and I have talked about Alford for a while to Indiana, but I know you're also a fan of Pasternak and UC Santa Barbara, and you're a fan of Dusty May, and you're the biggest Malik truth truther I know. So, what do you think about – um? Alfred, or even any of the other two to
1: Indiana. I think that Malik Reno is a first-round pick in the NBA. No, I like um, – I think that Pasternak and May are both really good coaches. I think they might be up for that Indiana job someday, but I think that they're both probably going to have to take a stop or two before they get there. I don't see Indiana hiring one of those guys straight out of, you know, FAU or UCSB especially. Um I think that passionate could be a cool guy for one of those big East jobs. Maybe that come up or uh, maybe something kind of leading up to that. Um, Maybe even that pit job. Uh, I think that maybe that, you know, but so in looking at Indiana, um, I think Woodson, even though he's, he's, I think he builds a really good teams. Um, I've loved like a lot of these guys that have come through Indiana. and I think he's done, you know, a pretty good job recruiting to Indiana where you know where they had kind of fallen off in recruiting for some years before he got there um I do know there's a high standard of basketball there and they want Ws they want conference championships they want to be a legitimate contender for the national championship they want all-Americans um so I could see Woodson losing his job in three years if he's not able to deliver that. I would like for him to be able to deliver that, but um, if so, I think Offer would make sense. I think Offer does it he is a great team build, team builder too. Um, I love what he's doing at Nevada. I love that Nevada team a lot. Um, I think he does good in the transfer pearl, transfer portal also, um, and he said he'd be successful there. I think that that's kind of the job for him to take for him to leave Nevada for. Um, not to say that he probably wouldn't leave for a, you know, any kind of better job than Nevada, but uh, I think that that I mean it's got to be his dream job, right? Fucking Indiana, you know. And I,
2: know, job.
1: I think if it's going to go to anybody, it'd be hard for me to find somebody that would be a better hire than Alfred. Like I think he would he would be the he would be the bed and favorite to get that job where it was to lose it.
0: Yeah, and again, he has a high major experience with UCLA, and May and Pasternak both don't have that high major experience, so that's why I ultimately went with Alford. Um, Ohio State, I already said I had Chris Holdman taking the Louisville job, so clearly I do not have Chris Holdman returning. Give me Chris Mack. He's been out of the game for, this is the second year not coaching since he left Louisville, but I kind of had them exchanging coaches. Obviously, Chris Mack's not currently with Louisville, But hey, Holdman goes to Louisville. That's how Louisville's old coach that they never should have fired, quite frankly. So yeah, I I put Chris Mack there. Not really any connection. I just think it would make sense.
2: I forgot he exists.
0: I listened to um the Field of 68 after dark, and he was on there with them. I'm like, oh yeah, Chris Mack. Let's give him Ohio State.
2: I got no problem with that. I got why not? Yeah.
0: Okay, so, Julian, who do you have at Ohio State? you have Holdman sticking around?
1: Yeah, I
2: just – I mean, he's. I watched a couple of their games recently. Um, I was watching I, – I, I saw both the struggles against a and and then the bounce back just crushing performance against Bama. Um, he gets good recruits. I think Ohio State is, especially with the Big Ten thing, is a very lucrative job at this point. Um, even though I know it is built a bit more than a football school, there's still plenty of resources for that basketball program. Um, So I don't think there's too many, like, I don't know that there's too many upgrades other than like an Indiana or I guess a Louisville would be an upgrade for him as well. Um,
0: And that's why I had to believe him because I think. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can, I can get behind that. I just, I think at this point he's got to like, really like turn on turn it into high gear in order I think to get one of those jobs, including tournament success.
0: Okay. Um Wisconsin. It's so hilarious that I have all these jobs in the big tent switching gears, but I have great guards somehow making it through and sticking around. Um I'm that I think that just shows how high I am on Wisconsin that you know, I, I think I really like what they're building. I really like what they have this year. So I, I have guards sticking around. I do have um a potentially placement of mine, someone who grew up in Wisconsin. <sighs> Bear with me, John. You know I'm not good with last names. Todd Kowelski, Toledo's coach. And I know JT shoemate's gonna listen to this and shoot me a text and yell at me for mispronouncing his coach's name. But that's who I think that could be a possible replacement for Wisconsin. Um, Julian, who do you have at Wisconsin?
2: I have him sticking around. I'm, I'm just so tired of, I hear, I'll have to listen. I don't think you guys understand. I have to listen to a co-host who loves Wisconsin to death. Talk about how great they are every, so it It pains me to have to hear someone else praise Wisconsin. Um, they don't fire head coaches. They just like don't. That's like my only reason for him sticking around. <laughs>
0: John, what do you think about Wisconsin?
1: Yeah, that's another one that I thought was going to – I think he's just going to stay, Greg Gard. I don't think – I mean, as successful as Wisconsin has been pretty much, you know, over the years, like you said, they don't fire coaches. Greg Gard has been at Wisconsin for like, what, 25 years almost, either as an assistant or – now as the head coach like he's been there for a long time i don't think they're just gonna like push him out the door if he has a couple bad seasons um i don't think they're that and i don't think that like there's a super high expectation even there for the head coach which i, I mean i know like you know obviously Kayla thinks are great and 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 see, even i know you're kind of high on wisconsin this year too you know or you were at least so um I don't think it takes a whole lot for him to get to stay there. Uh, and nothing. I want to add one name to the Ohio State discussion because I think Chris Holtman is going to stay there too. Because I think he's a great coach, and he's building something really fun at Ohio State. And they're going to be a team that's going to get better all year. Um, he's they've done a great job of like developing sophomores and stuff like that. You know, which is an impressive thing to do. Not a lot of schools can do that. Even keep the guys around that life, but um that might be the job for sean miller if chris holtman were to move on Um, going from xavier Uh, yeah Greg guard stays
0: okay maryland i know we said bob huggins was a little outside of the box i got i don't know if you can say this outside of the box or not he's an alumni He's one of the most accomplished European and EuroLeague coaches ever. Sarunas Jasikevicius has been interviewing for a few NBA jobs. I believe he interviewed for the Raptors' job when they um when they first fired um the guy Dwayne Casey before they won Nick Nurse. Um, he's been interviewing for NBA, NBA jobs, but again, he's a Maryland alumni. I just don't know if he would leave his European job to come back to coach college, but. I did note Andy Enfield from USC as a possibility. I, I don't have any specific ties to that. I just think that's one that makes sense. But, yeah, that's what I put for Maryland. So, join who do you have for Maryland? Uh,
2: I have Mike White from Florida.
0: I okay. think he
2: leaves a semi-decent Florida job, which he gets tired of. Um, and well, Mike White's at Georgia
0: now, isn't he? is he? George, Todd Gordon's Georgia, a player.
2: Which one is you're right. He left. He left one to go to the other. I forgot. He which
0: left one he to go to Georgia. Um, yeah.
2: Right. So I think he once again decides to get sick of trying to rebuild a mediocre Georgia program and goes to a more promising entity in uh,
0: Maryland. Okay, John. Anything to add on Maryland?
1: I mean. So I guess we're assuming that Kevin Willard takes another job.
0: Well, I had him taking a pit job.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, saying that saying that Willard stays there, which I don't know. I'm not 100% sure that Pitt is a better job than Maryland. Anyway, which I know that it's his, that I know like, it's his alma mater. Yeah. So he might would well do it along that line. Uh, I think he could find success at Maryland and just kind of stick around there. And just kind of be one of those guys that kind of stays there and continues to have that success and is happy with the success he has there, you know, to maybe like, that's something a lot bigger. Cause I like, I like giving Willard a lot as a coach. Um, you know, maybe that's a Huggins landing spot. Um, you know, he's, he's been right in that kind of area for a long time. Um, and I think that I don't think that Maryland would have a hard to, would have any kind of qualms about hiring him to that team. Um, that could be a Chris Mack landing spot. That could be a Will Wade, landing, you know. I think Maryland wants to be uh, continue to be a nationally prominent basketball team again. So um, I think that they'd be willing to uh, to kind of force something out and hire a good coach like that. So, but um, I almost think this Kevin, Kevin Willard stays.
0: Rutgers, I have Steve Peichel sticking around. I, I think given the potential the recruiting class they have coming in, how well they've played the last few years and he's gotten them back to the tournament and I, I don't see them you know parting ways. I'm joined. do you agree with that one?
2: Yeah, so uh, I th- what I wrote in my notes is I think if he screws up this recruiting class, he's gone. Um, I think it's pretty hard to like they're gonna be stacked. And if he goes, I think they go for Shaheen Holloway, who goes from the Big East to the Big Ten, kind of upper rung. Um, New Jersey, you know, he's coached in New Jersey. You know, he made the move. He didn't move out of the state of New Jersey from St. Peter's to Seton Hall, you know, state in state. Um, And I think that if. Uh, they were going to look to somebody. I think that's a great candidate who is like, I'm gonna, I'm willing to stay in the state of New Jersey and upgrade. I think Rutgers is kind of the best job you can get in New Jersey uh, in terms of the talent pool and the resources. Um, so I think if Paykel screws up this recruiting class, which I don't think he could, um, then I think that's that's the guy that they're going to go for.
0: I think John would disagree in terms of messing with the recruiting class because John told me the other day, said there's no way Dylan Harper is going to Rutgers. I think, did Ace Bailey commit yet? Is he definitively going there?
1: I'm not sure about that.
0: I don't know. I'm going to look it up. But Dylan Harper did take his visit visitor Rutgers out of his bio, and he still has the Duke and Miami visits pinned on his Instagram for what that's worth.
1: He's probably going to play in the G League. Yeah, I wouldn't be
2: surprised by that at all. Okay. Like, <laughs> or OTE.
0: Okay, Northwestern. I wanted to keep Chris Collins, given the success he's had, with a program that, you know, hasn't had much success up until recently. I do have a scenario... Let me see if I could spoil it. Basically, I think Chris Collins gets offered a potentially better job and leaves. So I have a replacement for Northwestern. Um, Meanwhile, I'll say who it is. Frank Haith, who is an assistant at Texas. He was Tulsa's head coach from 2014 to 2022. And Northwestern now has Tulsa's old athletic director. So I think either Frank Haith or potentially Danny Manning, who was another coach that their athletic director hired during um, his tenure at Tulsa. So I think those are two people clamoring about Danny Manning potentially being the interim coach for Kenny Payne if Louisville lets him go. So yeah, I think those are two guys that are definitely on their radar. And just with the athletic director ties, they gave it to Frank Haith. So, Julian, who do you have for Northwestern? You got Chris Collins sticking around?
2: No, I got a little lazy with Northwestern. Um, I th- I'm, I'm going to say that they opt for more consistency in terms of like season to season. So I went with a guy who, despite not having any NCAA tournament experience, has had season to season consistency, and that's Kyle Smith from Washington State. Um, I think it's kind of a similar scenario where you're at a program that is not even the best in the state, not like towards the bottom of the conference. He's kind of elevated them into something at least somewhat notable. Um, and I think Northwestern's a much more lucrative opportunity to do that because they're in the Big 10 and the Pac-12. Is, I mean, he would be coaching probably the Mountain West um, at this point. So yeah, that was kind of where I went
0: with that. So, John, I'm going to get your input, but real quick, I'm going to kind of give you my conspiracy theories since Jordan gave his Big East one. So, I actually have Randy Bennett leaving St. Mary's to go to San Diego State because Dutcher takes a better job. I then have Chris Collins taking that St. Mary's job. Now, that's probably a downgrade given the conferences, given obviously he'd be leaving a Big Ten job to join the West Coast, but who the hell knows where St. Mary's is going to be in three years? So if you told me four years ago BYU was going to be in the West Coast, I'd say you're probably right. And now they're in the Big 12. So who knows where St. Mary's is going to be? Um, but yeah, I'm not going to spoil why I have Brian Dutcher going quite yet, but, yeah, I have Chris Collins taking that St. Mary's job and Randy Bennett taking San Diego State. So that's basically – my path to Chris Collins leaving Northwestern, even though I think he's a hell of a coach. Um, John, hold your thought real quick. Iowa, I already talked about it. I think Darian DeVries is lined up for either Iowa or Creighton. I just think McCaffrey gets fired first out of him and McDermott. So I put Darian DeVries in Iowa. Um, so, yeah, Joy, who do you have for Iowa?
2: I just think they stick with McCaffrey. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He's been fine. Iowa's lazy. I don't think they really are that invested in their basketball program from what I've seen. He's, like, doing good enough, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay. John, Iowa, Northwestern, anything to add on either of those programs?
1: I think McCaffrey stays, too. Okay.
0: okay.
1: Um, like McCaffrey. And I think that Collinsworth would stay – or Collins. I think Chris Collins would stay at Northwestern. Uh, I think that's a good job for him. I think that he could potentially leave. Um, and if he left, it would be for uh, an upgrade in one of the next two conferences that we're probably going to talk about. So.
0: Michigan is a super fun one. John and I both think Juwan Howard. John, I don't want to speak for you, but just from what we talked about, Juwan Howard's not you know, meant for that job, especially four years from now. I had three possible scenarios. The first one's Phil Martelli. Obviously, he's been the um, interim with Juwan Howard being, you know, undergoing surgery and missing the first few games, but I didn't go with him. My second option, their AD was at UConn when Kevin Ollie won a national championship. So I have Kevin Ollie as an option for Michigan. But this is the spot I put for Brian Dutcher. So as I said, I'm Dutcher leaving San Diego State, Randy Bennett taking that job at San Diego State, and Chris Collins going to, um, as I said, St. Mary's. So that's where my head is at. Brian Dutcher used to be the associate head coach in Michigan for nine years. So he does have ties there. So yeah, I, I just think, again, John talked about Dutcher establishing a culture and having the stability when we were talking about him earlier. And I think, you know, maybe Michigan... They're going to be what out of the tournament for three straight years now potentially if they miss it this year. So I, I think they'll. Russell's the type of guy that they would need.
2: I don't know why I had Jawan Howard sticking around. It's a terrible idea.
0: <laughs> it is a terrible but- idea. I agree.
2: You know what? If if we're getting wild and crazy, why don't they decide to bring in another player? This is off the top of my head, a little bit of improv here. Um, they Ruben. decide to bring in another su- former superstar player, uh, Penny Hardaway.
1: Yes, yes. I was going to say the same thing, Penny.
0: Okay. okay.
1: Even though I think Penny goes to the NBA, I would. Do. I you go straight yeah, from Memphis he to the NBA. The
0: magic job didn't he when they um when they hired Jamal Mosley, they he interviewed and I, I think
1: he's gonna interview for the Hornets job next year. I was just year. gonna
0: say, yeah. Okay.
1: Clifford's gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, right
0: from John? the Juwan's
1: fucking done, man. He's out. Um, I don't think anything short of a miracle, I think he's out. Um and he's now so I just want to give every job to Sean Miller. So I want Sean Miller to go to uh, <laughs> To Michigan now. Because, like, what's the big deal, right? Like, he's uh, – what he did it, you know, the whole reason he was out of Arizona and everything like that, you know, is like, you know, some little recruiting violations and stuff like that, you know. And, and basically NIL, you know, before <laughs> it became, like, allowed, you know. So, it's like he's a great coach. He did an excellent job at – you know, he's – I love Sean Miller. Uh, yeah. Michigan, I think he would thrive up there. Jordan Brand, he'd be fit, right? I mean, he'd be right in there, you know, what I mean? uh, and, and pushing that whole thing. Um, I like Dutcher up there. I almost think that Michigan would want to go flashier than Dutcher, though. That's the kind of vibe I get, I think, from that Michigan basketball program. Um, I don't know if they would settle for, you know, 56 points a game, uh, half basketball style, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I, I like that. I like the connection though. The nine years as assistant on the set. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that about that. Yeah,
0: I either. did a lot of digging for this. So I learned a lot about some of these coaches. Um yeah. Penn State, I have Mike Rhodes sticking around. As I said, anybody who's just hired this off season, I mostly gave the benefit of the doubt. Um Julian, do you have Mike Rhodes sticking on a Penn State at least for the next three uh, and a half years?
2: Yeah. uh they're going to give him a three-year window to try and build something.
0: Okay, then Nebraska. I had no clue who to get them, but I didn't want to give it to Fred Hoiberg as good as they've been this year. So I gave a nod to friend of the pod who John and I just interviewed a couple of weeks ago, Wes Flanagan. He had the opportunity at Arkansas Little Rock. He's been on staff with Bruce Pearl. Now he's on staff with Chris Beard. I think all mess with what Chris Beard is building – I think Flanagan as the associate head coach is really going to start getting looks to be a head coach for the second time. And it's not like he has no head coach experience. He does at Arkansas Little Rock. Again, he took over for Chris Beard after Chris Beard left for Texas tech. But yeah, I, I just, I just think that was another outside of the box fun one that I came up with. And it helps that, you know, John and I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago and almost is succeeding currently.
1: Yeah. Robert's I think gone. that, uh, I think that he, Wes Flanagan, might end up with the Ole Miss job because Chris Beard. I, think, is like there. I don't think I don't think Chris Beard is going to be there in three years. Yeah, um, and I think it's because he's going to be successful. There's no reason that team should have already everything they're doing with they're six and zero. You know, which has been some close games. So he's just he's a great coach. I mean, yeah, but <clears throat> I think that uh, the Nebraska job. Somebody I like for that job is ryan odom um, from vcu i think he's kind of uh he's went around bounced all around the country you know he's been successful everywhere he's at he's going to be successful at vcu too i think he's climbing the ladder i think he's kind of a guy that can step in there the only reason i don't think it's going to be hoiberg because i think that they love hoiberg and um i think he's done well enough there like you said about Iowa, I just don't think that they are so invested in that basketball program that they're really like putting the screws on anybody you know, and Hoiberg can recruit there and he's a good coach, I think, but I think that Hoyberg could actually even take a big twelve job um and I think that uh that odom I think Odom is a guy that could slide in there, and there's other guys too um you know DeVries might be somebody to to look at there. Um, but I do think I like after talking to Coach Lanning. I like I think that he would be a he's going to be a head coach somewhere else and, and have another shot.
0: Julian, what about Nebraska? Uh,
2: has gone. I think I think uh I've got that down. Um, I think they go for uh Doug McDermott and try and throw a bag at him to poach him from Creighton and he doesn't bite, and they go for a flashy hire and hire Richard Patino.
0: Okay, I can see that one. I like that one, actually, a lot. I think, as I said, Patino does eventually take Providence. I just don't think he's going to wait around for them to give up on Kim English. Uh, I think that's the biggest issue. I think he's going to get something beforehand, and Hoiberg might only have a year or two left in Nebraska, so I think that one makes a lot of sense, or at least timeline-wise. Last team we have is Minnesota. Obviously, they're going to let go of Ben Johnson. This might be my favorite fit of all the fits I put together. Nico Medved from Colorado State is an alumni of Minnesota. Um, I want to know Brian, Dut- Brian Dutcher, I gave him Michigan. He's also an alumni of Minnesota. I think whoever Minnesota hires is a coach in the Mountain West this year, whether it's Dutcher or Megan. I love the Medved fit to Minnesota. I think if there's anybody could that program around, I think it would be him.
2: That's a really good one.
0: It's my favorite. I one. like that.
2: That's that's better than mine. <laughs> um, I've got yeah, either. I mean, obviously, don't have Ben Johnson sticking around. I think that much is you know pretty clear. Um, I've gone with either Bashir Mason, who has a history of following, you know, successful mid-major coaches. I think he can build a program. Uh, that's, he's, he's at St. Peter's right now. And then that's where I have Pat Kelsey going, is Minnesota. Um, and then I think he succeeds there and goes somewhere else. <laughs>
0: Okay, John. Anything out of Minnesota before but, we move on to the 12? Or Julian, you have anything to add? Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. I
2: was—I was, I was going to say I—I I love the. I have Medved going somewhere else, but I love the Medved to Minnesota idea. If he's an alum, he's—he's he's great.
0: Oh yeah, there's no way he's a Colorado State three. There's no way he's a Colorado State three or four years from now.
1: Yeah, I like Medved. I think Medved could go there as soon as next year.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking exactly. I think he has a great year, Colorado State. They let go Ben Johnson hire him.
1: Yeah. I think somebody that I kinda like, I've kind of like in the sense somewhere, and I don't really show sure where. And I think that maybe <clears throat> it would have to be a – uh he might have a couple stops before he gets there, but I really like uh the assistant coaches at Baylor both Alvin Brooks III and John Jacques. and um, I think one of them could get a job, is going to get a pretty good job somewhere um, from Baylor going on somewhere else. Um, so I don't think that they're, I don't know if they're quite up to that uh, power six conference level yet, maybe, but um, I think both of those coaches are kind of dark horses maybe to 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 get some good jobs especially after the way that um the success the Baylor's have and the way they're going to play this year i think um to minnesota would be fun too though uh that would be cool yeah if he would go there and 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 take over that take over that program because um i think he could do the same thing he does at san diego state at minnesota um and yeah it might be like a canoe and that's, I mean, it's got to be a, it's got to be an upgrade, except for the fact that you're moving from San Diego to Minnesota. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess the guy played there or whatever, so maybe he likes it or enjoys it. But for me, like, it's going to take a bag for me to leave San Diego to live in Minnesota. Um, especially, when, I mean, he, he can play for every national championship at San Diego State, so um, we'll
0: see. Okay, anything to add before we move on to Big Twelve? Okay, Baylor. I wanted to put Scott Drew at Texas initially. I don't think Rodney Terry served for that job. But I I got even wilder than Scott Drew with Texas. We'll get there. So I do have Scott Drew sticking around because I think there's maybe three or four jobs in the country that could poach him. Uh, I just, I don't see many. It was kind of like why we had Tony Bennett sticking around that, yeah, he could get a better job, but where else would we really put him? So yeah, I've Scott you sticking around Baylor. Julian, do you have Scott Drew at Baylor still?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think he's going anywhere.
0: Okay, I agree. Um, again, I, I do think if you were to leave, you will leave for Texas. If Texas threw him a bag, but let's talk about Texas now. Fuck it. Um, my Texas job, I don't have Rodney Terry still there, and I think they need a swing. Not swing for the fences, but I just think they're going to, again, give just a blank check. Similar to what I think Oregon could possibly do for Mark Few. Um, Texas, I gave it to John Calipari. Whoa. I think, Scott, I think Scott Drew would make more sense because, obviously, the Texas connections. But I was – it took me about a week to put this together. And John knows I was low on Kentucky this year. Obviously, Kentucky just – fucking dominated Miami, they look great. Without any of the big men, they're going to be even better in a couple of weeks. So I was thinking, okay, Kentucky's hasn't had tournament success in the last three or four years. Um, they've been early exits. I'm down on them this year. Maybe, you know, they need to go a different route eventually. So I was like, why doesn't Texas throw back bag at John Calipari and let him go there? Now that I'm talking out, I think I'd rather Scott Drew go to Texas than Calipari, but yeah, still... Fun to talk about in terms of contents. So Julian, who do you have at Texas?
2: I love those. I I love those hypotheticals. I do. Those are because Cal kind of like has a history of leaving it in opportune times. So I think it would be a very John Calipari thing to just up and leave and go to Texas for a lot of money. Um, I just don't think that, like, it's so hard to leave that Kentucky job. I think Scott Drew would be more realistic, honestly.
0: Yeah, I agree. um,
2: If he hadn't won a national championship. But I do think it's still possible. Texas is good this year, man. I And I think they need, like, given what happened with Chris Beard, I think they need stability. If Terry looks, like, semi-capable over the next couple of years, I think they're going to stick with him.
0: I think Texas is too big of a pro game to just stick with semi capable. That's why I had them swing for the fences and go for Calipari or Scott Drew, essentially. Um, John, what are your thoughts on Texas and Baylor? I know Baylor, we just kind of f uh, Scott Drew back in there.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think Scott Drew is going to stay there at Baylor. I don't think he really has a whole lot of incentive to leave either, unless maybe um, Texas threw the bag at him, like we talked about. Um, but still, you know, like he might, I think Baylor's going to be in the running for national championship this year. You know, we talk about the teams that we think can win national Natty this year. Like I think Baylor's up there and he's, (coughs) you know, he's, he's got the ability to recruit really well there. Um, I like Ronnie Terry a lot more than you do. I know you do not like Ronnie Terry. Um, we've been talking about it since he took over last year. Um, and you were kind of surprised that he was able to retain the job, you know. So
0: he got outcoached yeah. by Kenny Payne at the Empire Classic. Do you see how big of a nitwit you have to be to get outcoached by Kenny Payne? He got <laughs> tricked when Mike Wilson ran his own.
1: He tricked him though. No, he no. <laughs> he didn't did get him with, with the little zone. But, so um but I'm so I'll go with another coach in the great state of texas to uh take over that job um and not bryce drew but maybe buzz williams from texas a and um i think that that is i think texas has a better job than a&m um and uh i think you know he's young enough to where he's still kind of building a legacy and i mean you know steven that I'm a big buzz guy, like I think he is like an amazing basketball coach, and uh, I love to watch his teams play, and I think he'd be really successful at Texas um on the recruiting trail and as far as building a program and you know that could be his legacy job, I think
0: uh, okay, um. Now at this point, we're going to alphabetical. Obviously, now I jumped to Texas because we talked about Scott Drew. BYU, I do have Mark Pope. Though I will note, there's been a lot of speculation that Mark Pope is kind of the heir apparent to Calipari in Kentucky. So given I have... I don't know what the connection is, but I've heard from multiple reputable sources that Mark Pope is the heir apparent to Calipari in Kentucky. I don't know why. Um, Given I have Calipari leaving Kentucky... I should probably have Mark Pope going there, but I, I loved what be what Mark Pope's doing at BYU, what he's done at BYU, I have him sticking around. So Joyan, what do you have at BYU?
2: Yeah, I mean look, I don't think if you told Mark Pope two years ago, hey, you're gonna take a BYU job and then get jet like jetted up to the big twelve that he would have been too upset about. Um and I don't think I, this BYU team's good. I don't think that he's like you know getting caught off guard or anything like that. Um, I think I think them in Houston as well are, are going to be like legitimate additions to that conference this year. And and I think he sticks around. Um, it, at this point, now it's a lucrative job.
0: Okay, John BYU. Anything to add?
1: Yeah. I mean, if Kentucky offers in the job, he's going to go to Kentucky. Of
0: course.
1: So, uh, and you don't know the the connection, dude. He was on the 96 national championship team. And I remember watching Mark Pope play for that team. Uh, um, But so I think, yeah, I think he stays at BYU. Um, He's doing a really good job at BYU. So I don't know who might would offer him a job that would be – I mean, he could be up for a bunch of, I guess, I, I guess better jobs, but I mean, that's a Big 12 job now. So, you know, talking about TV money, the revenue coming into the school and stuff like that, I think that they're going to want to retain him. I think that um, he's going to have to kind of really screw things up to have any kind of hot seat underneath him. And, you know, people can win at BYU, I think. You know, he's doing it right now and um they're probably a tournament team. So I think he stays there um and kinda waits out, you know, the the big job offer, you know, and um he's a guy I could kinda see uh elevating a little too fast to where he kinda hits a wall, I think if he continues to, you know. So um, let's keep him at BYU.
0: Okay, Cincinnati. After Cincinnati, I don't have a whole lot of movement, at least alphabetically, until I get to UCF and West Virginia. Actually, I do have one in between, but otherwise, I have a lot of the Big 12 sticking around just because of how competitive and the conferences, how good the coaches are. But Cincinnati, obviously, I had Wes Miller taking the um, North Carolina job. So by default, I had to replace him. Give me a guy who was an assistant in Cincinnati for 5 years. Andy Kennedy at UAB has been due to get another opportunity at a high major job. This is probably my second favorite fit after Nico Medved to Minnesota. So we have Andy Kennedy at Cincinnati. Julian I, like
2: I really like that. Uh I have I have Miller sticking around cuz I obviously did not have him taking the UNC job. But if miller does go to greener pastures andy kennedy definitely would be a very very good idea for for cincinnati um that uab team has been phenomenal and attracted some legitimate talent and been really really good the last few seasons i think i think you give it a shot why not you know that's that's all i got for that but Man, that's that's a good pull.
1: I like that. Yeah, that's juicy. I think that's a good one too. Um, I think Andy Kennedy would be a nice fit for Cincinnati. I think West Miller stays though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would take something. I don't. I don't think that he's going to get. It would probably take something like that North Carolina job. I think uh, to kind of lure him away from there. And and he's still a young guy, and he's building a good team at Cincinnati. Um, He's, he's been able to recruit. I think he's doing well there. So I think he stays um, for three years, probably longer than three years. And uh, But yeah, I like Andy Kenney. I think Andy Kennedy is somebody that we kind of, I kind of have forgotten about a little bit as far as uh, putting him with the team. Um, I think this is exactly the, if not Cincinnati, I think this is the type of job I think that he would slide into.
0: Okay, then. The next, I'd say, six teams, I have just sticking around with who they have. Houston, Kelvin Sampson. I will note Kelvin Sampson did have an interview with the Milwaukee Bucks opening this past summer. So if there's anybody to jet for the NBA, coach-wise, I think it could be Kelvin Sampson. I am not know how much success in the NBA. He's a phenomenal college coach. But I think that's the only way he will be Houston. Um, Iowa State, TJ Otzerberger, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's... Done a phenomenal job at Iowa State and Kansas. Obviously, Bill Self and Kansas State, Jerome Tang. I don't think either of them go anywhere. So out of these four jobs, join. Do you have any of them leaving?
2: Nope, I'm I'm completely with you, man.
0: John, anything to add on any of those four? You agree, all four will stick around.
1: So I've talked to you a little bit like this. Oh, about you think
0: Osburgh getting a better job, don't you?
1: I think Osburgh could be an NBA coach.
0: Okay, Whoa. I think that
1: an NBA team could look at Otzelberger as a potential uh, – because I think he's a great coach. I think he coaches like NBA-style basketball at Iowa State, and he has produced – as an assistant and a head coach, he has brought so much talent through there and really coached up guys that have been successful NBA players, like long-term NBA players. So I think that alsoberger is a guy that can find himself – I don't know if he's ever been re- uh, interviewed for an NBA job or not. You could probably tell me that.
0: Not but, I
1: but I think he's a guy that could be like in one of those out of the box type NBA coaching hires. Um And in that case, I mean, Fred Holberg goes into that job at Iowa State. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. He's alone. <laughs> That's his job. So, um uh, I, I love, I love Altoberger. He's one of my, he's like. If I had to make like a top five list of my favorite coaches in college basketball, I think Otterberg on there. I love him. I think he's a good coach and a good developer. Yeah, they got some serious talent on that Iowa State squad
2: right now with Lomsilovich and, and Bill U.
0: And they always find a way to overachieve. I think that's the most, most impressive thing about Otterberg. I think that's why John likes him so much. No matter what you give him, they'll be 11th in the Big 12 preseason ranks, and they're going to make the tournament. It's just it, – Death taxes and Iowa State finding a way to make the tournament. That's just what it is. Um, Oklahoma. I do have Porter Moser sticking around. I know I just paid him potentially at another job. Whatever well, he was an alumni at, I apologize. I'm scrolling through my iPad. But yeah, I oh, Porter Moser, I had possibly a Creighton. He's a Creighton alumni. But I ultimately had McDermott sticking around, so I have Porter Moser also sticking around in Oklahoma. Especially with how well Oklahoma's, you know, been this year. I don't... See any reason for him to leave unless he gets an upgrade like a Creighton type job, which might not even be an upgrade. I don't know. John, I think will say it is, but and who do you have for Oklahoma? You have Porter Moser sticking around? Yeah,
2: I got him sticking around. I I have only one or two more moves, I think, in this conference.
0: Okay, so let me let me do this. I also obviously we talked about Texas with Calipari. Um, let me rattle off my final. Five teams in here, and then Julian will give his and we'll just discuss all them. So Oklahoma Porter Moser, Oklahoma State I had Brad Underwood at, obviously, because that Huggins gonna Illinois. Um he coached for Brad Underwood coached at Oklahoma State for two seasons previously. But Kyle Keller from Stephen F. Austin is an Oklahoma State alumnus. Stephen F. Austin, I'm a pretty big fan of. So it wouldn't shock me if they kind of. You know, they kind of at the bottom for a Big 12 for a few years. Maybe they go in the mid-major well and pull a guy like that. Um, I know Julian said he thinks Jamie Dixon goes back to the Big East. I have him sticking around TCU, so I imagine you have somebody else for that job. Texas, I already talked about Calipari. Texas Tech, Grant McCasland, I have sticking around. Let me stop there because my last two, UCF and West Virginia, I do have um two new changes as well. So, Julian, Oklahoma State... TCU Texas and Texas Tech or Texas we already talked about so Texas Tech
2: so I have I also have Boynton going um you know as John actually mentioned that you know the Scott Drew assistants are guys on the way up. I actually have I that's that's kind of my replacement for uh for Boynton at, o, at uh, OSU is I think they go for a Scott Drew assistant. I don't know which one. Um, but I think that's the well that they go into. And then for TCU, I actually have Kevin Keats. Um, Yep, Kevin Keats. I think that it's a similar level of a team that, just because they've had success TCU recently, I think that that that's kind of like, you know, they're, one of the lower teams on the, on the scope in Texas just so like you and just like NC State's on the lower scope of teams in in North Carolina you know power 5 school i think it's a similar kind of you know fit and i think that's where Keats goes and steven i'm with you i think McCaslin stays um they just brought him in he's doing a good job i don't see any need to get rid of him
0: john anything to add on oklahoma oklahoma state tcu or texas tech
1: I just want to say that I like your Kyle Kyle Keller uh, potential uh, Oklahoma State job. Um, I like that Stephen F. Austin team a lot, too. I think he's doing a really good job there. I think that would be a fun hire for Oklahoma State. Um, And then, so I'm with you. I think that Jamie Dixon stays at TCU um, unless – He does get offered a better job. Um, If he does get offered a better job, I think that could be an interesting spot maybe for Steve Alford to go.
0: What if Scott Drew took Texas and then Jamie Dixon took Baylor? Would that shock Mm -hmm. you?
1: Um, Maybe. I I don't know. Jamie Dixon might take that job at Baylor. Or maybe one of Scott Drew's assistants might take the job at Baylor, I think, just for the – Especially if they were trying to keep a good recruiting class, uh, recruiting class together, or something like that, I could see them, you know, passing on. I know uh, Alvin Brooks has been uh, recognized as like a great recruiter um, and kind of responsible for bringing a lot of those guys in there. I think that maybe he could take that Baylor job afterwards. Uh, maybe Dixon could move there, but um, I think you know Steve Alford would be a good place good person to to take the TCU job if it doesn't look like the Indiana job is going to be opening up um, i think it's a it's enough of a move from Nevada to TCU um, to where you know they offer the job that he would take it and i think that you know he'd be able i think if he if Jamie Dixon leaves TCU it's not going to be because TCU is in bad shape it's going to be because TCU is in good shape and he has a better job lined up, so I think that it's gonna, that'd be an appealing job for uh, for one of those maybe a you know like a ma- like a mid major coach that has maybe coached in the majors before and went back down and uh, you know looking for another chance. So I think somebody in that line uh, probably takes that TCU job, but I think that it's probably just going to stay with Jamie Dixon. Um And then, yeah, Grant McCaslin. I love him at Texas Tech. Um, I think that's kind of a long-term job for him.
0: Okay, so now we have kind of, at least this year, two of the bottom dwellers in the Big 12 this year with UCF and West Virginia. UCF, I actually gave the job to Dusty May. I know we talked about him earlier. Mm-hmm. It's another job in Florida. Um, I, I'm thinking of, I think it was John Ralstein's podcast, he interviewed Dusty May after the Final Four run last year. And Dusty May said when he interviewed for the FAU job, he went home and cried to his wife because he was so disappointed in the lack of facilities that FAU had at the time. And he almost didn't take the job because of that. UCF literally was invited to join the Big 12 because of how beautiful and huge the facilities are. So now we won't have to cry to his wife anymore. I gave Dusty May staying in Florida, that UCF job. He gets to coach at the Big 12. Then West Virginia... I think Josh I Josh Eilert is, you know, I don't know if they removed the interim on or not, but I don't think he's wrong for that job. I think he's a stopgap. Let me get Ross Hodge, who's in his first year at North Texas as the head coach, obviously taking over for Grant Um defensive-minded first coach. He's kind of the one that Grant McCaslin credited for North Texas having such an elite defense the last few years. So, yeah, let's bring back to Virginia with Ross Hodge. So, Jordan, who do you have for the UCF jobs and the West Virginia jobs?
2: Um. You know i i like i like yours better than mine honestly but i'm still gonna give him anyway <laughs> um, i dusty may is a great fit for ucf um, i went with a bit of a smaller guy in, in jordan mincy at jacksonville um, i think i also agree that i think they're gonna hire in state there's just so many coaches in florida that like why go outside of your home state um, you want someone who kind of knows that state pretty well. Um, and then for West Virginia, I went a little off the rails. Um, I went with Dana Altman losing his job at Oregon and going to West Virginia as a splashy hire.
0: Okay, and then Mark Hugh goes to Oregon. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> there you see. go. John, anything out on UCF or West Virginia? Or West Virginia?
1: No, I like Dusty May there, too. I was trying to, I don't know why I didn't think about UCF. It's probably kind of an indictment of UCF. But I was thinking about, because I was thinking, too, like, he's at FAU. I was like, what could be a Florida job that he could take over that would be, like, an upward movement from FAU? But, like, still he's showing that he could win in Florida, you know. And I thought about Miami, and I thought about Florida State. Which you know maybe could be something down the road, but uh, I think UCF UCF might be that job. He um, puts you puts him in the Big Twelve, obviously against uh, good competition. Beautiful facilities at UCF. I think that uh, you know there's probably some money there as far as hiring a coach, as far as NIL and stuff like that. You're in Orlando, uh, you know. I think florida's kind of a hard place to recruit basketball wise um and he's been successful at fau so i think maybe that's a good spot for him uh probably of all the spots we've talked about and i don't think that's going to be like his forever landing spot but i think of all the spots we've talked about i think as far as like him taking another job if he you know plays this year out and continues to be successful finishes in the top 25 i think that would be a good a good fit for him um you West Virginia, who fucking knows, man. I don't know. That's that's such a bad – it's such a bad spot. And we were so excited about them coming in pre-Huggins DUI. I know for me, like, I was so excited about West Virginia this year. And they're just in shambles. Um, I hate it for Josh Eilert kind of taking the fall. There was somebody that I liked for them when we were talking about who would be the coach before steven and i can't remember who it was but um so yeah i think you know if and it's it's working out really bad for either i don't see them bringing him back um i think that him staying there was more about just kind of trying to keep the guys there from the transfer portal that came there and he was successful in that and it just hasn't worked out Um, Not to say they couldn't get better as the season goes on, but it's so bad right now. But So, um, I think when they let him go, it's going to be like full reset mode. And they're going to try to bring in somebody completely unassociated with the program, unassociated with Huggins, and all that kind of deal and start over from scratch. And I do not know who that might be.
0: Well, that's why I kind of picked Ross Hodge, because he kind of could implement the defense. Um, will we talk about Joe Mazzola from the Boston Celtics or West Virginia at one point I think that's who yeah mm-hmm. Alumni. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah we did um that might be that might be a a cable job
0: yeah
1: I think that's cable so. might could take that job at West Virginia
0: okay it's not that's a far
1: fine. move from Pittsburgh